Okay, so, so let's stop. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Parenting Unknown Podcast. My name is Matt. Thanks again for listening for another week. Hopefully everything is going well with everyone. For me, it's going perfectly fine. Wife and kids are doing good. Trying to work out a little bit just because I want to basically work out just to eat now. That's pretty much what I do. I work out just so I can eat later on. I don't feel guilty and I lose a couple of calories just to replace them. And I mean, that's that's life right now. <laughs> But I try to work out a little bit more just to get back into things. Got a punching bag. I love doing that. Kids are getting into it. So it's uh, it's good. It's a win-win. So with a couple of weeks ago, episode I talked about, you know, this whole Russia thing about being weapons of mass destruction, COVID. There's something that got slipped in. So, of course, you know, the South has just got awful when it comes to some of the laws that it has. But you want to talk about lynching laws, marriage laws. Now, when I mean about marriage laws, I mean about there's still some states in this country, particularly the South, that you can marry a kid. Are that right? A kid as early as I believe they just bumped up the age to about 12 or 13, 14 maybe. But the fact that they bumped it up and they still have it below the 17, some states legal adult is 16, I believe. But I know for sure some states are 17, you know, that's your illegal adult. But still, marrying below that line, you're, you're marrying a kid. How fucking disgusting is that? But those are still some of the laws we have in the South. Uh, I believe Texas and Mississippi have these laws about anti-abortion. I believe it's six weeks. After six weeks, then, you know, they'll felony charge and you're pretty much deemed a monster in their eyes once you have this abortion and it's very detrimental to a woman's rights, slap in the face. And a lot of these people that are in these laws, let's face it, they're not women. They're all men. So what the hell is going on? It's pretty much like this whole God complex where they have the power. They're the law. They can do what they want. And it's just sickening. Saying how sickening the South is of some of its laws when it comes to underage minors, unborn children. Uh, there's Florida. Florida has its fair share of what the fuck. Florida has its share fair of being Florida, being a state that nobody wants in this country. <laughs> and with the whole pandemic was happening, you know, Florida was just saying, you know, screw all this. We're not going to do this. We're not going to pay attention to this. Everything's free. It's open. And as soon as they just opened up the gates, then, you know, cases started going up and you get the cases of Florida men, which do you know what Florida man is? So Florida man is Florida man in news articles. A lot of news articles that start with, a Florida man usually finishes in some like weird, either disgusting, freakish ending to what it could be. And I remember the whole bath salt craze. There was that case of that guy in Florida eating somebody's, you know, face off, mimicking like what zombies could look like. So Florida has been the spotlight for a lot of things, whether it comes to importing drugs, you know, the whole 80s thing and to present day. Present day, the governor was just giving a speech about. I believe it was COVID and the kids behind him were wearing masks. He's like, take that off. It's nonsense. It was like getting really, really aggressive and angry with it. Kind of like if this whole fire for him being anti-COVID is just like one of his babies. He was protecting one of his babies. He was protecting his ideologies and his beliefs. And 
he was yelling at these kids and these kids just looked like uh i think one kept it on i mean fuck it rightfully so you want to keep it on whatever keep it on but florida in recent years as of i think march 10th they have something called they have something called the don't say gay bill quote unquote and pretty much the bill what it is is that the bill titled parental rights and education states that lessons about sexual orientation are banned outright in kindergarten to third grade it also prohibits lessons in other grades unless they are age appropriate and developmentally appropriate hmm. so everything that i said about florida being monsters being fucking weird and just like you know you're like the second or third cousin of this country i kind of agree with this bill and i'm not ashamed to say it because there's there's this whole push of I wouldn't say a push, but there seems to be like a big agenda when it comes to teaching sexual orientation to kids is, you know, very, very early. We've seen cases where people are slipping in teaching sexual orientations very, very early, even though it's not a part of the curriculum. Some of the teachers are bringing it in. And look, I got no problems with being a quote unquote part of the gay community. And I know there's some kids that they are born that way. They go into their own, their own feelings and rightfully so they're there to be their own person. I'm pretty sure you know some kids that when you were in elementary school, you know, they're a little, you know, they were, they were gay. Did you fault them for that? No. Did you really care about it? Chances are they're probably one of your friends that you just, whatever, that's just my friend. I mean, that's how it always was. But with this whole inclusion, this whole pushing that everything has to be taught, everything has to be equal. There's this push of teaching about being gay, teaching about orientation, teaching about these feelings that some kids may have in a broad public school setting now it gets very tricky because some use separation between church and state some have that feeling where the bible says homosexuals should be banned and go to hell so with those teachers they shouldn't be in our schools. but at the same time it goes against what their whole separation of church and state actually is so regardless of what they may feel in the bible what the government is trying to teach the kids should be really different but it's not the case you see a lot of these politicians use god as a self-righteous proving point in their own hidden agendas. Seeing that with Mike Pence and his, all this shit that he was doing in his day with this whole anti, anti-gay movement, their funding and everything like that. But with this whole push, it's really, really weird and unsettling. Only because I feel kids at this age, from my son to, you know, second or third grade, really shouldn't be learning any of this stuff that's going around in the outside world. But let's face it, there is a big, pushing the outside world, the adult world, you know, about gay rights, activism, people just standing up for what they believe in, what they need to do to feel equal, which, fuck it, rightfully so, everyone should feel equal in their own sense. But that shouldn't come into what these younger kids are teaching. And I feel like if you push something into a kid hard enough, then instead of letting that kid open up itself and choose itself, you're kind of pushing this agenda on them. You're kind of pushing this narrative on them. And I think I talked about before about, I guess, in schools now, there was this fad about being pansexual. And I think I talked about like, you know, 10 years old, 11 years old, you're talking about being pans. What the hell is going on? When I was 10, you were talking about Pokemon cards and like maybe you had a crush on a boy, maybe you had a crush on a girl. It wasn't so like so defining. It wasn't so like, you know what? I'm gay. I'm pan. Well, not gay pans. It was just, you know, I'm pans. It was like, so what's what's going on? And you can see there's this kind of outside push into the school system and what they want to teach. As far as here in California, there's not really a big, you know, 
pushing some of those things. A couple of schools have tried to throw some stuff in there. Not so much the actual core curriculum, what it's being taught, not teaching that are supposed to be upheld. More or less the individual teachers. One of my nieces, their school was trying to teach something about boys wearing skirt and the boys' feelings. And they had a whole like two, three week course about. And I guess a boy raised his hand and said, you know, if I want to wear a dress, you know, what do I tell my parents? And I guess the teacher told him, like, you know, I just tell the parents you're going to do that. And the boy said, like, you know, what if I don't want to do it? And the teacher said, you know, you just got to do it regardless. Don't listen to your parents. So that's a big red flag. Instead of being more open to emotions or more open to like, you know, why is this happening? There's a big push of going against the authority of your parent. There's a big push of doing what you want at an early age. And it could be damaging. It could be damaging for a young kid to be like, you know, I'm going to do whatever I want. And I've seen this. It only leads to bad. It only leads to kids being growing up to the, being these badass kids. What I mean by badass kids, these little kids who are up all hours of the night, probably until two, three o'clock, trying to hang out with some gangs, trying to do hood rat shit. And it just, nothing, nothing comes good from that. So you don't want to, you don't want to turn a kid into a badass kid. You don't want to turn a kid to this little silver tooth kid. Like you just, you just don't. This whole quote unquote, don't say gay. I mean, of course the media turned this narrative around, but with this bill being passed in Florida, it gives parents the right to sue school districts. Now, Florida has done some weird shit of finding schools or wanting to find schools that they implement COVID restrictions. So if you wanted to wear a mask, have vaccines, and if the state found out, they were going to sue and, or fine that district. So it's a really big screw up of shit like what they're doing. And it's always up and down, left and right, in and out. But with this, I do agree with it. I do agree that these early kids should be, be learning about different things, math, English, learning to read. The huge reading problem in our school system. Our state should focus more on teaching kids what's right, what's wrong. Having kids learn about emotions, how to be good people. Um, my kid's five and he's learning about his verbs, his nouns, his adjectives. He's learning to read better, he's learning his bending words. I mean, shit like that, kids should be learning. I shouldn't have to be teaching my five-year-old kid, you know, hey, this is what gay means. This is what this, I mean, there's a time and place for everything. But when you're that early, you should be learning different stuff. You shouldn't be learning that. You already have, let's face it kindergarten to third grade, you have a whole range of emotions. You have a whole stepping block of what you're going to think and feel from the upcoming grades. Like our school, it was pre-K to fifth grade. And once fifth grade came, you got to middle school. And my school, my elementary, it was soft. And once you got into my middle school that I went to, it was like you're going to like pre-juvie. There was a bunch of badass kids, a bunch of kids who had gang ties, they were just fighting. It, it was bad. It was like a jungle. So going from this soft little environment to the jungle, it's, it's a lot mentally. It really is. Like Even though I, I was in like the quote-unquote gifted program, which is just, not, it's not like magnet. Think of it as magnet, but not spending as much money, if you want to say that. So even though that, you still ran into the badass kids. You still ran into some of the gangs. So all that time, you're just preparing for what's going to happen. Because let's face it, older kids are brutal. If you're in sixth grade, just coming out of the fist, learning about Chavez, Martin Luther King, and being innocent, worrying about what's going to happen for lunch on school, going into that upper middle school environment, even from the middle school to high school, it's a lot different. A lot of politics, a lot of mental toughness that you start to, start to have. 
a lot of watching yourself and what other you say around others. So having to throw all this, I mean, to have all this and just be teaching them a different, you know, what's gay, what's not gay, you read this and that, it should be really left alone, especially in those early ages. Now, when it's, a, you know, age appropriate, perfectly fine with that too, because I feel like in the sixth or seventh grade, I mean, at that time, you know, we're all going through puberty, maybe a little bit younger, we're on the sixth, seventh grade, we're all going through puberty, we're all changing, we're starting to develop more feelings for others more feelings for, you know, men, if you like girls, more feelings for girls. So I think that's the most age appropriate time to introduce, you know, the whole sexual talk, the quote unquote birds and the bees, you know, or reproductive system. And then after that, more about orientations, because let's face it, there are some kids that at an early age, they are gay, they are not quote unquote straight. So it's a lot of why. And I do feel like in this new generation, kids don't care what you are. You're gay, straight, whatever. They just don't give a fuck. So that's a good plus. It comes with an appropriate age. So keeping this out of the K through third grade, I agree with. Now there's certain things you could tell your kids at home about respect, about towards others. So you see a, a boy and a boy kissing or a girl and a girl kissing. There's certain things that you should be able to tell the kids as if they're curious as parents. If they ask, you know, what's going on? I mean, there's no harm in, you know, Letting your kids know what's that. It just depends on how the mark you want to leave on your kids. You want to come off this homosexual hating person and having that hate build up towards a certain amount of people. Go for it. If you want to be more open, nonchalant about things and say, you know, this is some people are and we're going to focus on our own thing, but be respectful of other people. You do that too. All depends on uh, your feelings, I guess. But to have this be part of school curriculums, it's a little bit out there. That's a little bit of push, a little bit of like, you know what? The kids have so much other stuff to worry about. Leave them alone. And us adults have our own agendas, have our own things, our ideologies, and beliefs. We shouldn't force some of those things on kids so early. I mean, once you get into that older years, then you start talking about politics, start talking about beliefs, ideologies. They start getting more into religion. You start getting more to sex, but it all comes with that mental toughness that we develop growing up. And let's face it, there are some kids that they're boys, but they say they're girls and then their parents totally change them into being a little girl. We've seen that and it's strange. I don't know, it's a little bit confusing for us as the adults. Maybe as a kid, it might be a little bit different. I have no idea. But as for the adults, a little bit confusing looking at that like, what are you doing? What? Like I said, we shouldn't force young kids to do something that, I mean, may not be their exact feelings when they grow up later. That's why it's so important to like not give kids hormonal therapy when they, let's say they want to change from one gender to another. We shouldn't give them hormone therapy at such an early age. And I think there's some as early as eight, 10, maybe that there have been some reports here and there. I know, I think Texas, they want to consider that as a, a felony from the parents to the doctor. So it's a whole range of shit. And the only reason why I say you shouldn't do it when they're eight early, because let's face it, kids are kids, so they feel a certain way at the end of the being, you know, of that nature, so be it. But wait until they get older, wait until most importantly, their body develops fully, and then, you know, let them do them. Best thing we do as parents is support them and guide them. We should be doing that, not other people, not what our schools do. Our schools give enough, they have enough of an influence on our kids. It's really about taking things in your own hand, taking things as a parent, and really enforcing what you want to enforce in terms of learning, in terms of how they should see things. So with this whole Florida thing, 
I agree. They should do it. A lot of people aren't going to agree with me. And you know what? That's fine too. But what I say is let the kids be kids and not worry about our outside influence. Kids should not be worrying about a war. Kids should not be worrying about this whole gay fight, if you want to call it that. I, I don't know how to put it. This, this fight for quality, this fight for rights, if you want to put it in a better way. They shouldn't have to be worrying about that. They shouldn't have to be worrying about where the next meal is going to come from. They shouldn't have to worry about if their bills are going to get shut off. They shouldn't have to worry about these adult problems. They get the kids have to be kids and grow up. Because let's face it, our little kids in this country, they, for, in a sense, they haven't made. How many times have we seen kids get left at the border having to cross by themselves as early as seven years old, younger than that, holding their little one-year-old brother or sister? How many times have we seen that? How heartbreaking is that? Think about it. A parent is so desperate, so willing to that give their kid a better life. They would have them cross across by themselves, knowing that, you know, you get in a kid here, it'd be a little bit better, a little bit less riskier that they'll get into this country. I know there's this whole conspiracy talk about child trafficking. This, yes, that does happen. I mean, I'm just, as a light example, how is it those kids in different countries have bigger shit to worry about? Surviving, bills, food. While kids over here, they, they have it easy. They really do. We have our quote-unquote first world problems. So it's very rare that I would agree and forward with anything. But this is one of those few, few small miracle cases. And where not a lot of people are going to agree with me on it. But having kids, you just want your kids to be kids for a while before they have to start worrying about things. And I think most parents would agree with me in that sense. Let them be kids. Let the kids have a childhood. And before they start getting these hormones that are changing inside them, they start worrying about questions, they start doing that. Let's protect them for a little bit. Let's let them be kids, play, have fun, have their imagination before it gets crushed, before the real world starts, the real world starts closing in. You know, this is all fresh. This is all brand new in terms of, you know, this bill being passed. So, I mean, things could change. Just because one bill is laid out, it's not yet tracked fully into how it's going to happen. There's still more data that has to be presented. There's still more what ifs. There's so much more variables that could happen with this bill. Is it going to be damaging in the future? Is it going to be successful? Are the parents going to give such a big ruckus over it? What's, you know, the gay community is going to do about it? So it's a lot. That's a lot of what ifs. So we're just going to have to wait and see and watch how this goes. If something big actually does happen from this, which with COVID, with China being locked down more, which this whole Russian-Ukraine fight, possible World War III scenario, it's a lot to deal with. Inflation, gas prices, it's a lot to worry about and just having to worry about an extra bill. But just wanted to talk about a quick second. Um, feel free to hit me up in this episode. Anytime I'm here to talk. So thanks again for listening for another week and until the next time.